Welcome to Feel Good Sports. It's the end of the regular WBBL season. We're going to wrap up the last round, which is week six, and we're going to look forward to the finals. The Eliminator final is happening today. We're going to chat about that. But also, we're looking forward to Australia's first international tour since Meg Lanning has stepped away from cricket. We're going to talk about the squad. We're going to talk a little bit about what the leadership of that group looks like and some things that have changed the squad over this WBBL season. But we're going to jump in with the most important thing. We're going to talk about the results and where that leaves us heading into finals. So this was all in the lead up to who made finals. So there was heaps at stake because it went down to the very last game. But we take it back to Tuesday, the 15th of November. It was the Stars winning by four wickets, which is five balls remaining over the Hurricanes. Then it was the Renegades with a win over the Thunder by eight wickets. So a big win to the Renegades there. We moved on to Wednesday last week. The Hurricanes turned it back around over the Stars with a 38-run win. The Sixers beat the Brisbane Heat with just the three balls remaining in a high-scoring game, 1-6-3 versus 1-6-4. Friday, Hurricane Strikers, it was the Strikers with a big eight-wicket win. Sixers versus Thunder, it was the Sixers getting it done by 18 runs. We're into the weekend, the final weekend. There was only the one game on the Saturday, the Melbourne Stars taking on the Perth Scorchers. The Scorchers really just needed to win one of their last two and they would have been in top four. Saturday, the Melbourne Stars said, well, it's not today, my friends. The Stars win by six runs. Head to Sunday. All eight teams are in action. It's big. Every game has a result on what the top four is going to end up being. We know at that point the Sixers are first. They can't not be first. They're hosting. Well done, Sixers. It's a battle for the second, third and fourth. Perth Scorchers get started off against the Renegades. All they need to do is win. Keep the game alive. Win. Rain affected. Lose to the Renegades. Lose to Erica Kershaw is probably where I would say it. Hurricanes versus the Sixers. Sixers get that done. So the Hurricanes stay in the four, though, because the heat um, and the Stars have a no result because of the rain. And then the Strikers and the Thunder. The Strikers ruined the farewell to Rachel Haynes, but get all the way up into second and are hosting the Eliminator and the Challenger. It was a huge Sunday. Fantastic for me because I went to a Thanksgiving lunch and I worked the breakfast shift on uh, Saturday morning. So I was wrecked. So spending my whole day watching cricket was great. The thing that affects us the most at this stage is uh, look how scorches are out. And we texted each other post those results. Look, it was hard to watch because Sophie Devine finally settled in with a couple of sixes. Mm-hmm. The match ended, you know, it, like it was rain affected. So it was truncated. That gave the Renegades the opportunity to get on top. Look, the Scorchers did start pretty slow and it looked like for the first time this season, Divine might be getting into a little bit of a rhythm with her batting. And then the rain came just at that moment. It felt phenomenally unfair because you kind of then go, oh, well, the Renegades have, they have a truncated innings as well. They only have eight overs to get it done too. But it doesn't really account for the fact that Divine looked like she was ramping up if you have eight overs I guess you come out as if you you're in the last eight overs of a 20 over match right whereas the first eight overs of a 20 over innings that's the slow part yeah so there's obviously the the Duckworth Lewis Stern method gets applied when the rain comes in and Duckworth Lewis and Stern or mathematicians yeah developed and it's it's 
evolved over many years and it will have to continue to evolve as the game of cricket changes, but it applies a mathematical equation to the known entities. Yeah. So the unknown entity, of course, is a Sophie Devine going on a tear. But She could have gotten out the next ball as well. Exactly. There's, there's no way to So they sort of, of do figure out. So they go, the good thing for the Scorchers at the time was they were only two wickets down. So it does account for that. It says, oh, you've got all these wickets in hand. You could have gone big. But it's still the benefit of batting second when you know there's rain coming. So it was good for the Renegades. They had the ideal situation. They had 10 wickets to throw at a, a, a win that was going to dump the defending champions out of the top four. So they Absolutely. were just always just going to go for it. And at first, it looked like the Scorchers could have won it. But the Renegades, Kershaw, wow. Yeah. Just wow. She did an incredible job and she never looked like she was going to put a foot wrong. And good on her. The other thing is, for me, I don't think the Scorchers ever looked like a top four team. No, I agree with you. I mean, without Beth Mooney, they got nothing. Yeah, so they've got the leading run scorer of the competition and they're out of the top four. We know that there are some players that were struggling with some stuff this season and we hope that next season they've got a bit more vim and vigour. And we know that Shelley is out of uh, that Off to setup Aussie stuff because now? she's got she's got bigger things to be doing right That's now. That's right. It will be interesting to see if the Scorchers can maintain those big three in Cap, Mooney and Devine. If there were standouts this season, Mooney obviously always, but also Cap had some really stellar moments both with the ball and batting and her economy continues to be Outstanding. incredibly <laughs> low, always under six, always looking good. So would love to see all three of them back next year because they are three really special players and you got to think that this was this year was a bit of a weird one. Big shout out to though to the Renegades and the Stars who have had seasons that have not really gone well for them and I said it last week, they've got that motivating factor of we can just stuff up the top four yeah and they did we and I love that for them you and I spoke about this a few weeks ago with regards to the thunder where we were kind of like look they've got nothing really to play for except causing chaos and the thunder didn't do that but man did the stars come out to mess up some people's end of season absolutely Loved far it. out they they just stormed through the end of their season and I'm so pleased for them. That's who gets the fire out this week, the fire out hot dog. Melbourne fire stars. out hot dog goes to the Melbourne Stars. <laughs> Thank you very much, Lee, which is not terribly, terribly surprising given that my my general favourite player wasn't playing this year but is, of course, Meg Lanning. So good to see the Stars getting it done. Also, Annabelle Sutherland's probably in in my favourite players of the tournament. Certainly she'd make my team of the tournament. So we end up with the top four out of all of that. The Sixers in first place with 11 wins from their 14 games. 11 wins, just two losses and one no result. She's a record. That is a brilliant season. And I love that I heard Elise Perry speaking on the blast, crediting the fact that she just loved the environment that Lottie Edwards is brought through yeah when I asked you at the beginning of the season why what do you think is to account for Elise Perry's loosening up and getting plenty of runs and you said Lottie Edwards and her capacity to bring a really great environment and a sense of fun to the game joy and entertainment and and they have done it and to hear that from the captain as well is really nice to kind of go yeah that's exactly it but the strikers with a great story the back end of the season strikers great oh my story. goodness finally talia mcgrath Hello. we've been waiting all this time just to see you do that 93 runs do you reckon her sister was maybe filling in for her for the first half or 
Does she There's have some a other, sister? Yeah, she does. But she she back. So Talia McGrath made 93 of 51 against the Hurricanes, making it a bit precarious for the Hurricanes for a little minute. Uh, the Hurricanes should be grateful to the Renegades. Very. <laughs> they, they owe them dinner. Well done to the top four teams. The Heat are going to play the Canes today. I think I want the Heat to win that one. You want the Heat to yeah, win? Yeah, I want the Heat to win that one. You've you've been sceptical of the Hurricanes to get it done this whole season. What happens when the Hurricanes sweep the finals? I'll have to apologise for my <laughs> doubt. You'll have to buy me a drink. <laughs> I do love the story that the Hurricanes haven't been in the finals since WBBL 2. So that's massive that they've, yeah. they've made their way there. Um, I'm a massive Heather Graham fan. So there's part of me that is super stoked for her. I'm on the Heather Graham bandwagon. All right. Which is cool. the Hurricanes, but I just think the Heat will do it. Yeah. Georgia Redmayne is back I've got a bit of a thing for Elise Villani. I watched her in the 100 and I was like, far out. I like the way you get things done. So she hasn't fired this year. I'd like to see her just rev it up. I'm all for if I see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to watch. And I do like Mignon Dupree. So there you go. There's Every, a few players that do Everyone like likes Mignon Dupree. There was, <laughs> there's been a lot of discussion over who's the nicest player in world cricket and everyone immediately is like Mignon Dupree straight away. <laughs> Every, like No hesitation. Wait, so I went the heat. You're going the Hurricanes? No. So, I don't know. I think I want the Heat to win. Okay. Because I like the Heat as a team, but there are individuals in the Hurricanes that I'm like, I want to see you have a moment. How are those splinters in your butt? How am I, I don't understand. You're sitting on the fence. Uh, <laughs> so, either way, whoever wins that game tonight, so we're recording on Wednesday, the winner of that goes on to play the Strikers on Thursday, <clears throat> again at Karen Rolton Oval. And a little, little, little bit, it was Karen Rotten's birthday this week, so oh, that's she's nice. got these games coming over for her birthday. Who do you want to see in the final? I think I want Sixers v Strikers or Heat. If it's the Sixers and the Heat, you have that nice rivalry that exists between uh, Brisbane and Sydney there. So that would be really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's always good. I want the Sixers and the Strikers, but only, and hear this, Talia McGrath, only if Talia McGrath makes a Bag of runs. If I don't see at least four sixes off Talia McGrath's bat in the final, I want her to not rock up. <laughs> okay. Sorry, T Mac has been told. <laughs> I've been just switched told. from Elisa Healy to, to want, Talia McGrath. I think for the strikers <laughs> over this final series, Shooter taking bags of wickets again. Also, oh well done gosh, on her six far. Six far. Like, geez Louise, hot dog far out. It's just mind blowing. I have no words for this. She's been phenomenal all season. She's been really consistent. We've talked about her a lot in terms of her attitude and what she brings to the groups that she plays with. And then to see her just six for six for it's never been done in WBBL so history good. before. I do like that she did it. Ah, uh, me too. She would have been like pumping I've got a question guns. though. Yeah. Re uh, the six for and the goings on afterwards. Right. What's with players running up? And mussing up the hair of the bowler oh. that's taken a wicket. Do you know how hard it is to get a nice, neat ponytail and then you have to do it again in between balls on a field with lots of people watching you? Brutal. Yeah, I don't know why it's a thing. It became a thing quite a few years ago, I think through the men's cricket first. And then, yeah, the women's cricketers started doing it too. So if it's your first wicket you've ever taken, everyone musses up your hair. I don't know. It just annoys everyone. Cricket. You've lost this one for me. Okay. No need. But yeah, shoot a six for 19. Unnecessary. Excellent, excellent work. So Phenomenal, impressive. All who of do you the think things. will win the whole thing? I love seeing Giants toppled. Oh, okay. 
You I want do. an upset. You're going to go the underdog no matter what. So whoever comes into it playing the sixes, you're going that and team. And the ridiculous thing okay. is that I want I want all of the good things from the sixes because they have piles of players that I really – every single player on their team right now, I'm just like, I want you to do well. I would like to see a really good match. I just want it to be really competitive. I want it to be really close. I want – Same. How good would it be if we enter into super territory? I want Elise Perry to look territory. stressed when they cut to her on the broadcast because that's great television. But I think it's going to be the sixes. Yeah, I think it will be the sixes too. But I, I'm with you. As a neutral supporter, I would love this to be going down into potential super over territory. Oh, I want it that close. I want the captains and the coaches to turn up to their manicurist on Monday and be like, my nails are a mess. <laughs> I've lost half my hair. <laughs> my nails are a mess. I'm so stressed. I've been stress eating. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, I want but we both think sixes nervous. will probably get it done. I would not be angry if Talia McGrath made the Sixers look like schmucks. Oh, That's be. my dream situation is the Sixers doing an all, like the Sixers batting first, putting up a massive total and Talia McGrath making them weep. Just going. But Talia McGrath, it's basically all on you. No pressure. <laughs> pressure. <laughs> I love that you are such a T-Mac fan. Uh, WBBL 08 team of the tournament. Lane, Beth Mooney, Georgia Redmayne. Obviously. Tick. Definitely. Healy in at number three. Um, Doesn't bat at number three. Gardner at four. Tick. Obviously, yeah. Sutherland. Tick. Yep. Erin Burns. Tick. Okay. She's had a great season. She's had a great season, but she's... And in, and in position there. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah. Look, it's not that I wouldn't accept Erin Burns. It's just that she's not the only person that's had a great season. Um, I'm just noticing on this. Bro, there's no Phoebe Litchfield in this team. Yeah, but her, she's not in the top run scorers. And opening batter, you're not going to batter above Mooney and Redmayne. That's true. And then Healy at three. I, mean, I don't understand why Elisa Healy's in there. If, if you've got Redmayne and Mooney. Mm. And Redmayne gets the gloves. Role reversal. Exactly. So I'm kind of like, if if you're putting Redmayne in with Mooney as your opening bat with the gloves, why is Elisa Healy there at all? Is it just because she made a century? Probably. Yep. Yeah. I mean, she can bat, but yeah. I don't know. I, we'd have to have the stats up <laughs> We've side had by this side. Can, can we, have, we don't need to go so to this again. We do not need to go to this again. She can bat, yes. I'm going to take Elisa Healy out. Though. Okay. So your top three run scorers, yeah. statistically, Mooney, mm. Perry, mm. Dupree, Woolvart at four, Gardner at five. So no Mignon, <laughs> no Woolvart. Redmayne and Healy come in next. Granted, Redmayne missed four games, so she was well on her way to being at the top. I think if you've got Georgia Redmayne there, why have you got Healy in there? Healy's mm. got other stuff to do. It's cool. She's fine. She doesn't need to be in there. Amelia Kerr? Yep. Yeah, I'll take Amelia Jess Kerr. Jess Jonathan? Every day, every day. Amanda Jade Wellington? Absolutely. So three spinners, four spinners when you include Gardner. Hang on. True. Hancock, pace bowler. Had a, has had her best season I've ever seen her oh, have. Oh, man. If you, you can't leave Hancock out of it. And then a shooter, shooter. with Mo Molly Strano, another spinner, in at 12th. Okay. So, yeah, and obviously you've got Sutherland for a little pace. bit of pace as well. So, Hancock, shoot, Sutherland, bowl, seam up. Then you've got four spin options before you even include Aaron Burns can roll them over. So, you've got plenty of bowlers. You've got three keepers in there. That's voted on by the eight WBBL coaches, it says. Yeah. They come up with that. Then yeah. there's a selection crew. That Look, I'll keep Aaron Burns in, but you've got to take Healy out. 
Yeah, and do you know what? I'd just switch her straight out for Perry. She's shit hot this season. You've got to be out of your brain not to like think that's there. It's a really interesting one when it comes down to impact and and a lot of people talk about picking in position and Healy does never, ever bat at three. That's my thing. Whereas Redmayne has batted at three, so maybe my brain would work if they went the other way. If they switched Healy. Because then you get to- the right-hand, left-hand combination as the opener, Redmayne in at three. I just but still getting- don't think Healy's in there for me. Yeah. No, I'm okay with that. I'm okay I with love that. Jess Jonathan as captain, though. Do you? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I. Although, who else would you Who else have you pick? got for captain? Yeah. No. Well, technically, you've got the Australian captain right there currently. <laughs> We've yeah, just, but she's not the captain I've of her Sixers team. That's true. Yeah, which is another interesting area. So, the Aussie squad. Good segue. Good segue. Healy, of course, will be captaining. Look, no I'd switch McGuin. her out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I think she's a great choice. Yeah. I, I, I genuinely do. Uh, she's, she's the clear option there. Talia McGrath as vice captain. Another clear option. I'm very happy to see that. We've been Nod on the, the Talia future. McGrath for well, you captain. especially. You yes. was, you're the one that convinced me to this. And yep. just because I've gone, yes, I agree, let's stick with it. It's true. I said she was a smoky for leadership role. It's not really a smoky. It was. I don't even happen. know what a smoky is. Uh, a chance that's lower down on the possibilities. So a An smoke outsider. signal. An outsider. It's a signal that could blow away. <laughs> Maybe. It's a suggestion on the breeze. <laughs> so the changes it's to the... It's the whisper <laughs> in the halls of greatness. <laughs> but not if you don't make runs, Talia. <laughs> yeah, you won't get you won't get Lane <laughs> waxing lyrical about you if there's no runs this final series, my friend. Come on, sort yourself out. Okay. No Meg Lanning, no Rachel Haynes, right? So okay. two changes there. Just start with the daggers. <laughs> Fine. Okay. So we've got so we Elise. Knew we were having changes. I'm, gonna, I'm going to do read it. this one do out it. because you did the last one. It's <laughs> my <laughs> turn. <laughs> we like to take turns. You need to share the red crayon. Everybody knows that. Just break it in half. Elisa Healy with the C, Talia McGrath with the VC, Darcy Brown, Nicola Carey, Ashley Gardner, Kim Garth. Newbie, mm, Heather Irish. Graham, Grace Harris, Jess Jonathan, Alana King, Phoebe Litchfield, also newbie, Beth Mooney, Elise Perry, Megan Schutt, and Annabelle Sutherland. What a squad, the WBBL so, says. So no Amanda Jade Wellington? No Amanda Jade Wellington. I'm so furious. I could throw my phone, but I can't afford a new one. I looked at that squad. And I was like, cool, okay, yeah, sure. And then I was like, wait. And I looked at it again and I just, my head boiled. I don't understand. I don't understand what they're trying to achieve here. <laughs> well, I think they know that they've got some bowlers, fast bowlers or seam bowlers with some potential niggles or load issues. So Kim Garth has been the beneficiary of that. So I think she's played something in the mid-80s for Ireland. I do like what she offers with the new ball. She's also very competitive. But say Nick Hancock is probably someone who must have been very close to this conversation off the back I, of form this year. I would have expected Nick Hancock in over Kim Garth. And Maitland Brown has been there and done that before, been included in Australian squad. So there's probably a few people in and around. So Garth getting the chance to tour. Also no Redmayne in here. This time. Yeah. So Garth covers the fact that Perry's still working her way back from those stress fractures. Shooter missed a couple of games this year. Um, McGrath's not bowling at the moment. Sutherland is always sort of under workload issues. So I think there's cover there. That's where her selection comes in, I think. Okay. And that's I'm pretty sure that's what the um, head of selectors, Flegler, said. 
Oh, Darcy Brown, of course, someone who's younger. We don't want to cook. Heather yeah. Graham gets a chance to come back into the, the squad, which is great for her. I've told you before, I'm a Heather Graham fan. Litchfield is the eye to the future selection. Obvious yeah. there. And so I think for Redmayne, they're like, well, we've already got Healy and Mooney who can wear the gloves. So Redders, you're close. You're doing everything you can. We just don't need you on this tour. And if we do, we'll call you up and you'll come across. Yeah. Um, it's probably where she misses out, but she'd still be close. And yeah, I think, I still think like, I think even the, in the article I read, they mentioned Aaron Burns similarly. They're like, look, yeah. you're very close. And, and similar feedback to Wellington in that they're going a se- an extra seamer because you have got Jonathan hey. Gardner. King, who can bowl the spinnies. Grace, Grace Harris is still Grace in this squad. Lucky, at off, off WBBL form. That's a, we know what you can do. We're going to give you, an, we're going to stick yeah. with you. The thing that I really have enjoyed about the announcement of the squad and uh, the Healy being announced as captain um, while things are still lanningless is in her press conference, she said that she told Lanning herself Lanning was chuffed and gave indication that she did intend to come back at some point. Ooh. That yeah. makes us very happy. It's the the most pleased I've been to see Lisa Healy. <laughs> <laughs> that's so not true. I've made such a big deal of it now. I said one thing at the beginning of the season and now I can't unsay it. So I just keep saying it over and over Trying again. Trying to stick to brand. I... <laughs> I love Elisa Healy. I think she's hilarious. She's so great. I think she's so good for Australian sport, for Australian cricket, for women's sport. She should be there. She's great. Just going back to WBBL, we touched on it a little bit before with Shooter taking that six for. So she ended up first. So golden arm, the, the cap for the most wickets went with to Shoot and Gardner on 23. Hancock on 22 wickets for the season. And in equal fourth, Sutherland and Wellington on 21. The golden cap for the... Most runs for the Golden Bat, Beth Mooney, followed by Perry, Mignon Dupria, Laura Woolvart and Ash Gardner in fifth. How many people are going to be shocked that Perry is there, having kind of written her off somewhat? Quite a few. Good on her for being like, do you know what, I'm not done yet. Whether you pick me or not in the T20 team is another story, but I'm not done yet. I can still I can still really have an impact. I've, I've really enjoyed watching her play this season. Yeah, she's been great. She's been entertaining. Yeah. Do you reckon she's going to get games in India? Do you reckon she's going to be in the 11? Yeah, I, I hope they do. I hope they trial her as a bat and see. I think it. I think coming off her WBBL form, they'd be nuts mm. not to. All right, it's time to wrap it up. Looking right. forward to the finals. I we're going to be wait. back next week to wrap up the finals and to wrap up the WBBL. And then we're going to be jumping on to some other really exciting sports because we have been talking about what we're looking forward to for the rest of the summer, but also... Guys, it's the northern winter, so there's going to be a lot of good stuff. That's us for now. (laughs) Laters. Laters.